Welcome, Elder Emos. I'm your host, Samit. And I'm Brittany. And on tonight's episode of the Elder Emo Hours, we have Brian and Daniel from the home team. Hello. Welcome, welcome. What's up? Hi. We are so excited you're here. We are excited to be here. Thank, Thank you for having us. Thanks. Yeah. And I know your fans are going to be super excited too, so they can yeah. stop yelling at me. They're on the show. We made it happen. <laughs> um, first and foremost, congratulations on everything that you guys have done. Um, you've been touring. You've got all this success and everything that's happening for you guys right now. Um, seeing where you guys were a year ago with some of the things you were doing and where you are now, your growth has been tremendous and you are killing the game right now. Like you are, you are the hot ticket thing on everybody's playlist right now. Thank you. So, appreciate that. Thank you. Congratulations uh, on all of it, that. It is, uh, it, it feels like the last 15 years of my life trying to make it in music. Uh, like it's finally kind of starting to happen. That's what it feels like. You can we still all have day jobs. Yeah, we're so, still not there yet. So we, so we're not there. A long yet. road ahead of us, but you know. I mean, you got to start somewhere, and I know it. It all, it all comes in time. But you guys just got done touring with uh, this wildlife. You're doing yeah. touring with Point North, mm-hmm. but you're doing the second half of their tour. You did part of the first and then the second half, correct? Yes. That is yep. Uh, yeah. So we did like a full U.S. with this wildlife and broadside. Um, and then the Point North tour did like a little bit on the West Coast and then a little bit on the South on the Southwest. Um, and then the exact same routing we had just done. So we did like the first week and the la- and we'll do the last week. So as we're recording this, we are at home for two and a half weeks before flying back out to finish that tour. Nice. Yeah. So you guys have been on the go for quite some time, seeing a little bit of everywhere. So before we dive into more of like history and stuff like that, I've got to ask, what's been one of your favorite places that you played thus far? Uh, show wise, like the energy of the show itself, not, not to do with the city. Um, Cleveland was really dope. That was a really fun show. Chicago was a really fun show. Chicago was sick. Um, Columbus was pretty tight. Small, smallest venue. I think we played on the whole tour yeah. and, and sold out. So that was tight uh for me the Gramercy Theater in New York that mm. is we, we played that in 2019 opening for Don Broco and I nice. thought for sure this is the only time in my life I'm ever gonna play here uh <laughs> and so I was super psyched when we got to play it again and now I know there's like probably 20 or 30 people that have seen us twice both times at the Gramercy, and they think we are so sick compared to what we really are. <laughs> they uh, they didn't see the bowling alley shows on that tour. They just saw <laughs> the historic Live Nation venue. It's fine. Just take it and run with it. Nobody's going to know about the other ones. Just take that and run with it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so I I popped into one of the lives that this, this wildlife had where you guys were in there, or at least, Daniel, you were in there. And mm-hmm. One thing that I noticed and it made me laugh is when you guys were staying in your hotels, there was a hot room and a cold room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got the hot boys and the cold boys. Yeah. So John, our guitarist sleeps in probably like 74 degree rooms. That's like miserable. that's what he sets his room to at home. Um, I am 
a snowman. And if I get too hot, I will melt. I like it like probably about 62. Uh, I would like, I feel like a crazy person because I want the room to be like 69 or 70 and just kind of comfortable. And I am stuck in between a snowman and a lava person. And they want, no happy medium. they want polar opposites. Um, so for a little bit, usually we now we get like one hotel room when we get a hotel or we just sleep in the van. Um, uh, for the little bit on this tour, we had seven people with us because we were shooting a music, a live music video. Um, so we had right. a videographer and seven is just too many to fit into one room. Um, so we were having to get two hotel rooms a night, uh, which is like in general new for us because we have been a sleep in the van forever, always uh, band. But then we had some van troubles and we didn't, we lost our van for the rest of the tour. So we, we pretty could, much had to get hotel rooms for the rest of the tour. We had no choice. We could not sleep in the van. We did it twice. And three it, times, I think. Three times, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was like miserable. miserable. Yeah. The, the rental van, that is, it didn't have any sleeping arrangements in it. So it was like oh, sleeping no. on the shitty ass benches with the seatbelt that pokes you in the back while you sleep in. And it was like so uncomfortable that I literally crawled, like I went on the floor in between the seats. The floor was more comfortable than the benches for sure. Like, that's so 40 bad. like on from one to 100 it was like a 45 on the comfortability scale instead <laughs> of like a 35 it was a uh, not a good time uh, yeah um oh, normally no. like with, with our van our van is very comfortable um it, it comfortably sleeps sleeps five and usually we have six people okay. with us um so somebody's got to take a bench but uh yeah so for the second half of the tour we pretty much just had to get hotel rooms the entire time and there and were, also we were in we were in the winter so it was yeah, like yeah so cold like so for the first half of the tour that's the only reason we got hotel rooms we got way more hotels on this tour than we ever had yeah because the first half we were getting it because it was too cold second half was getting it because we couldn't sit in the van we've we've never toured in the winter before um, well, we've we've done it we've done a, not <laughs> like not like this we've done yeah. like a week in the winter but not like a we haven't gone week. to the midwest in the winter no, or yeah. the Northeast. It's no fun. It was brutal. Yeah. yeah, no fun. No. Yeah, it gets quite cold over here. Not gonna mm-hmm. lie. Um, so speaking of your van and that entire situation, because that happened when you guys were on the East Coast, correct? It was towards Connecticut when your van kind of decided it needed to take a take a breather. Yes. Yep. Uh, we were on our way to Boston. Okay. So talk to us about that. I know you guys just launched uh, your merch and everything that you've got now that's leading to kind of help replenish a lot of that. It's your Oh No merch with your magic school <laughs> bus and everything on the front of it, which is hysterical. We've already bought ours. So we've thank, got you. Ours thank, thank you so much. Uh, but tell everybody about that so they know what they can expect with that, where they can find that information and everything. Uh, tell us a little more about that. Oh boy. So (laughs) this was a whole series of events and we actually, we've been meaning to film. We're going to film like a video explaining the whole thing because it got progressively worse as the tour went on. Um, But basically we were driving, uh, we got a new trailer, which is way heavier and it just took a toll on our transmission. Um, And so we had some transmission issues. I saw smoke coming from the van and then it's like, a 2016. It's un- not a bad van. No, like no. it's under a hundred thousand miles. Like we have a very not nice. That old either. Yeah, we have a relatively new van. Um, we saw some smoke coming out, so I pulled over, went to a gas station, and I'm like, 
under the hood or like, I'm like under the van with my dad on the phone, like explaining what I see. And he's trying to help guide me. Our sound guy, Jack, is there with me. Like we're both underneath trying to figure out what's going on. And the guy at the pump next to us is wearing a shirt that says uh, Savali's Auto. And he poked his head around and he said, hey, uh, do you guys need a hand? Um, turns out he owned an auto shop. And around the corner, literally like, yeah, a quarter <laughs> mile away. So he took a look underneath, said, yeah, that's transmission fluid. Come with me. Just follow me up the hill. So we drove to his shop. Um, at this point, we were like going to be a little bit early to our show. But now we're like for sure going to be late. Mm-hmm. Uh, so long story short, he can't fix it, but he knows a guy who can. We get, oh, we, no. get we get it figured out to take it to get it towed to this other shop. Um, and so we start getting on the phone to call enterprise and get a van rental, like a day van rental for that one, just, yeah. so, just so we can make it to Boston. Um, and then we our, our sound guy and a couple other guys figured out the bare minimum that we needed to take out of the trailer and put in the rental to play one show. Um, so we got like the bare minimum gear we needed, literally started piling merch into trash bags. Um, so we didn't have to take our full bins. Um, I go and like take an Uber. I think Brian and I take an Uber to go get uh, the rental van while they're unloading the trailer and getting everything all situated. Um, We ended up getting into the van and Brian drove about 800 miles an hour to get us to Boston. Oh Uh, God. Everybody got car sick. but we made it there. But I shaved off quite a bit of time. Good times, <laughs> uh, good times. Everybody getting car sick. <laughs> um, and funny, Broadside had actually like loaded on their gear and like didn't take it down. Because the way it goes is this wildlife loads on, sound checks, takes off. Broadside loads on, sound checks, and then takes off. And then we load on, sound check, and it stays there because we were opening. Mm-hmm. Um, Broadside didn't take their gear down because they just thought we weren't going to make it. <laughs> so we get there and they're like, Oh shit. Uh, okay. We'll help you guys. <laughs> and so they're like, people are already in the venue. Uh, this wildlife's VIP is happening. And we're just it's like, almost over at this point. <laughs> we're just like flying in, carrying trash bags and like guitars without cases. Um, and we finally got everything in there, played the show. Uh, it was great. Um, it was one of the best nights of March. Yeah. Actually at the time it really? was our, all- at the time it was the record. It was our all time merch record. Um, wow. and I we think later beat it later on the tour. But. Yeah. I, I think a big thing that had to do with that is that we were kind of like, as we were driving, we were t- part of the reason I got car sick is that I was tweeting about what was happening and, you know, telling people like, Hey, we're on our way. We're going to be late, but like, you know, we're going to make it fan trouble. We're just like, we're not going to miss a show. And I think people were very kind and stoked about that. Yeah very happy that we made it through and they knew about the van trouble. Like almost everyone that came up said, we saw your tweet. We saw your Instagram post. Thank you so much for coming. Um, and I, so I think people were kind of making up for that. Uh, so that was very nice of everyone. So fate, like everything, even though it happened and it was, it sucked that it happened, but everything worked in your favor that the guy was at the, the gas station and all that other stuff. That's pure dedication from you guys as well. Getting, from one place to the other that quickly to still play the show and everything. That's insane. That's nuts. We I just picture Brian like driving, we're gonna make it. Like- <laughs> <laughs> um, a little more stoic than that and focused on making sure we didn't crash and die. But, 
Um, well, you said 800 miles an internally, hour. Internally, yes. <laughs> Pretty fast. Right. Uh, no, but that show, we had a lot of people that we like knew really, really wanted to see us that night. We and also had bailed. On, we had missed a Boston show on a on another U.S. tour. A long time ago. Yeah. It would have been our first one ever. Exactly. So we were supposed to play Boston and it ended up getting canceled. So we had we had missed one, too. But nobody Absolutely. knew who you were True. <laughs> and now everybody knows who you are, and everybody gets super excited anytime that you guys pop up. Um, so, speaking of like your your tours, music, and things like that, I want to also circle around to your music videos that you guys have, especially um, watching all your friends get rich. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like one of the best videos I've ever seen. It's right so on. funny. I'm sorry. Um, like... Yeah, we were watching it before you guys popped in. Like we had your music videos playing in the background. We were share screen and just going through it. And Brittany was like, "This is probably my favorite ever." Yeah. 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 So, how did and you? Definitely one of my favorite songs from you guys for sure. It's thank super you. catchy. Super catchy. And that's that's actually the song that I got introduced to you guys on. And thank God for TikTok for throwing you on our for you page because. That's how we discovered you. And then all, <laughs> all five of us have become super fans of you guys. So trust me, when you were like, yeah, let's do it. I may or may not have screamed out loud. Luckily, I live alone. <laughs> TikTok I'll, is the best music discovery platform around right now. Yes. Oh, completely. So talk to us about like your music. Your music videos are very thought out when it comes to your stories, your graphics, and everything like that. So talk to us about those processes. What goes into that? Totally. Sorry. No, go ahead. We uh we do all of the in ideas in-house. John John is usually the idea guy for most creative stuff. Um he's the one who starts songs. Uh he has a lot of merch ideas. Um he is the idea guy, whereas Dan and I are a little more of the execution guys. Um okay. and on that note on the note of being an execution guy, I until that video, so everything before that video, uh I made um myself. For the home team and so i would i would do use my camera gear i would have to hire somebody to shoot it obviously excited to be in it um but i would plan Can't everything and then edit it would, yeah unfortunately no, no <laughs> selfie came on the picture uh, but uh and then i would edit it after the fact and um we really enjoy doing it all ourselves but we met a guy named Mark Walters when we opened for Issues in 2019 because he was touring with them. He was a touring videographer. And he offered to do a like little promo video with one of our songs. Um, and he did it and he just knocked it out of the park. And we loved it. In case you, I don't know if you've ever seen our Patreon intro, but that features the Mark video that he made. Um, Later, like a couple of years later, he ended up hitting us up and was like, hey, uh, I would love to do another video with you guys. And I was like, yes, we got to get this guy in because he's so good and professional at what he does. And he's done like some much bigger artists than us. Um, and so we flew him out to do that video. We had the idea for it. Uh, we actually had that was like the, probably the first music video idea we thought of. But then we had, when we realized we were going to release that song later, we kind of put it on the back burner for a while. Um, and then we came back to it and, and did it uh, with Mark's, a little bit of Mark's vision sprinkled in. Um, 
And so that's been really nice. We just filmed another two videos with Mark that have not been for songs that have already been released, um, but that are on Slow Bloom. And we are really, really excited about how professional and good at this shit he is. It's been really nice working with him. Oh, absolutely. But I I just want, I want to back up a little bit. So you mean to tell me that all these music videos prior to this one was all in-house? Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. I, so the story behind that is, um, a long time ago when we were doing our very first music video for a song called burning gold, um, we hired some dudes to do it who were pretty amateur and they shot it the day the shoot went well, everything like they directed it. And then when we got the edit back, I saw it and I immediately like hated it. I thought it was just really bad. And I knew exactly what I wanted to see out of it. Um, but I didn't know how to use any of the software. Like I hadn't done any of that before. Um, and so I actually hit him up and I said, Hey man, like, don't take this the wrong way. But like, would you care if I tried to edit this? Because I think I know what I'm looking for. Uh, he was not offended at all. In fact, he was like so busy with school time. He was like, Oh my God, please take it off my plate. Like for the love of God. Um, so he basically taught me how to use Final Cut Pro and I edited it myself. The next video I had to upgrade to Premiere and I edited that one as well. That was for some called Letters from a Friend. And then from then on, it just became like I ended up buying my own camera. I figured out how to actually shoot things instead of just edit them. Um, and now I own two different cameras, a gimbal, some lights, a bunch of different equipment. Um, and I am finally looking for clients. Previously, like I, I've done music videos for other bands um, for years, but it's only been people who asked, like people who said, hey, who did you guys music videos? And we said, oh, Brian did. And they say, can he do one for us? Um, I've never sought out clients um, until now. <laughs> Mainly because now I don't have to do our videos because I have Mark doing <laughs> Now I have, well, that's awesome. I have the time and capacity to do other people's videos. That freaking blows my mind. Like, mm. is there anything mm. that y'all can't do? I can think of a couple things. <laughs> yeah, I can't whistle. Yeah, I can't whistle. For real? Yeah. Oh. I, I'll show off. All I can think of is that, that Peppa Pig episode where she's like, <laughs> I know. She's trying to teach people how to whistle? Yeah, no, she's like pissed off because she can't whistle and then like her friend my girl her, she's like she's like i can't whistle and her friend's like i can't whistle either and she's like wait what's whistling and she's like you put your lips together and blow and then you hear this on the other end and the girl like hangs up the phone thing hangs up the phone she was so pissed that her friend really did not whistle that's pretty funny <laughs> um that's yeah that's that's insane that's freaking insane Right on. <laughs> that, like I no, like I'm absolutely speechless because I thought it was like this whole thing, and then you're like, "Yeah, I did it." And I'm like, "I can't even film a TikTok video, and here you guys are <laughs> making all of these things." I've, like, I've had a little bit of practice. It's been it's been a while. My first videos were not that good. I, I had some bad videos. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fair. Like everybody has that, but God, um, so. One of my favorite songs that you guys have, speaking of music videos and everything, um, is Right Through Me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my favorites. And one of the lyrics that's very iconic from you guys is, I'm fucking on one. Now, I watched a video prior where I heard 
that somebody was in the gym and that lyric kind of came from running in the gym. You're on an elliptical, right? I, even better. I was on an elliptical. Dude. <laughs> I, uh, it's cause my knee, I was going through some tendonitis issues in my knee. And so I couldn't be, I couldn't run. I had to, to use the elliptical instead cause it was softer. Um, and we had just written, I think the inspiration for that lyric, it actually didn't really come from what the song's actually about. Um, we had just written Move It or Lose It. And ah. I loved that song. Like, that was the first one song. from this album cycle that was like indicative of this sound. Um, and I was just feeling myself. I, <laughs> I was just really, really stoked about where everything was going. And like, where, there wasn't nearly as much uncertainty about like what the next album's going to sound like and like, where yeah. are we going to go with this? Because every, I think every artist uh, struggles from feeling like they're never going to like one up their previous material. Mm-hmm. Um, and we felt like we felt like that on going into Slowbloom. We didn't really know because some of the first demos for Slowbloom weren't that good um, and didn't make it. And we were a little worried that we weren't going to top She's Quiet or Fashion Forward. And so um yeah once we once we hit once we found the sound it was like everything was super easy after that the whole rest of the album came much easier that's awesome now you can definitely hear the difference in your music between uh, like between fashion forward and your different ones that you've just released like your growth is like it's it's not necessarily two different sounds like it's still the same four but their slow bloom has such a different sound in comparison yeah so i don't that's i'm just thoroughly impressed with you guys and i will sit here and inflate your egos for this entire <laughs> podcast well one of the things that that made a big difference uh between slow bloom and better off is the way that we wrote it so better off was written by like four different string players basically so brian wrote a song uh john our guitarist wrote i think five of the songs um our old guitarist wrote a song and our old bassist wrote a couple of the songs um and so they were basically written like one person wrote moat like the verse and chorus and bridge so most of the song on guitar brought it to me and then we like restructured it and then eventually it makes its way to brian um for him to write vocals over it uh so if we were to tell you like which songs were written, written by which person, it would be very obvious that like these three were this guy, these, you know, this one was a totally separate guy, etc. cetera. Um, with Slow Bloom, this was the first time that like Brian, John and I collectively were the main songwriters together the whole way through. So basically everything except for Another Night Alone With You was uh, like John wrote some ideas, gave them to me, put together a structure, bring it to Brian, more stuff is added to, you know, make it the, uh, a, a little like more interesting of a song. And then it sits in a Google drive folder until Brian gets inspiration to write lyrics to it. Um, nice. Another night alone with you, Brian wrote that like the majority front to back. And then I made the drums a little more humany as opposed to like, you know, computer program stuff. Um, but, th- but we definitely found our groove after writing move it or lose it. Uh, cause that, that song, like the lead guitar line 
And that is the perfect example of Brian comes from like a prog metal background. So he wants things to be more complicated. John comes from like a much more simple pop punk background. So he wanted things to be very easy. He would kill you right now if you just said <laughs> Yeah, he Fallout Boy and Jimmy yeah, Wilders. That's, that's true. That's, that's what got him started in the, into the band. He came from black metal and shit, but we all met playing in metal and hardcore. But as far as you're right, Fallout Boy and Jimmy World are great examples of his that, influence. Th- that's his influence for like the pop punk stuff that we were writing. And then they found a. I mean, you remember Simple Man? Or, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember Simple Man. <laughs> um, they found like the perfect combination of the two, like. Brian wrote a thing that was too complicated. John wrote a thing that was too simple. They combined them and it ended up being perfect. And that's how Move It or Lose It was born. Pretty much. And John's not here to defend himself. So he's not. What's he going to say? He's in Hawaii. He can't, he can't say anything. It's fine. Um, so speaking of Another Night Alone with you, uh, talk to me. What, what's, talk to me about that song. What is that song about? Give us a breakdown of that. Because I had a moment with that song and I wanted to know whether or not a ballad and what happened. So I'll let you guys explain it and then I'll see whether or not I want to embarrass myself. Sure. Um, so that song is actually one of the oldest ones on the record. Um, it, we wrote it long before Move It or Lose It. And, uh, but it, it, it was closer to Slow Boom sound than um, Better Off sound. And so I was, I was really happy and keen on keeping it for the album. Um, we also reworked it quite a bit and we added, added quite a lot of stuff in the post-production process. But uh, what it's about is being too busy for your significant other, pretty much. Um, and trying to find the time to, you know, balance your either work life or, you know, passion with um, a commitment to a person. And it can be pretty hard. Yeah, that's true. That's what it's about. <laughs> gotcha. So I'm not totally invalid and okay. okay. <laughs> so like context for it. Uh, I was having a super tough day at work. It was a really rough day. Really life was just totally handed to me in a shit basket that day. And I literally came home and I told Alexa to turn her album on so I could like clean up my house, make dinner or whatever. And I hadn't heard that song yet. And then that song came out and I like came on and I just started listening to it. And then I don't know why I just started sobbing into the noodles that I was making, like just out of nowhere, listening to that song. And I was like, this is either gonna be really embarrassing if I ever tell them the story or not, depending on the validity of how I'm feeling, sobbing into a thing of freaking bow tie pasta right now. <laughs> hey, you're supposed you to the... salt your pasta. Would... Oh, so you made the joke before me. <laughs> You beat me to it. Oh, goodness. Did you use your tears to salt the pasta water before? (laughs) You gotta salt At that point, yes. Yes. I was like. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, That's that's really great that it had such an impact on you. I'm I'm really happy to hear that, unless it was a bad impact, but. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't a bad impact, but it was just one of those ones that, like, you know how like you're like you're listening to something but you're not really listening to it and then it's like the lyrics just hit just right while you're doing sure. something and it's just like it was the whole thing uh crying on the phone with your mom that part yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i i was a puddle so i hate you and i love you all at the same time <laughs> but i was i was not okay for a solid two hours afterwards but yeah. i mean that's the great thing about music and congratulations art you broke yeah, me. It doesn't really matter what we wrote it about or, you know, what it's specifically about is however it resonates with you. 
I mean, that's true. But if like, if just use an example, not related, but if you would have said like, yeah, it was about my cat jumping off the counter, then I probably would have been like, well, I feel stupid. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to tell them I was sobbing. (laughs) I'm not going to tell them I was sobbing into pasta to their song. Like, okay. Um, Speaking of, speaking of cats though, talk to me about this fashion forward video. Dude. So we were talking to Revival Recordings uh, at the beginning of that album cycle process. And we, we kind of signed to them last minute and wanted to get the album out pretty quick. And mm-hmm. we did not anticipate that song being a single. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I fully anticipated that song being a single. That's the song that Brian wrote. That's on the, the one that I wrote. And like, of course it was going to be a single. <laughs> everyone else was shitting on it. And not true. <laughs> I did not. You, you didn't think it was going to be a single. <laughs> but, I was shitting on it. But we revival heard that song and, and that is what made them sign us and they said this has to be the first release and it, ha- it needs a music video and we were like it's that's in two weeks and we're like we can't do a music video by then uh so we got creative um dan said why don't we just set up some fancy lights or the same fancy lights that we took promos with and just film my cats so we brought John's amps into uh, in, into the area, um, spent like an hour and a half trying to get the cats onto the amps and then off the amps to do stuff. Uh, turns out it's easy to get them up there, really hard to get them to do anything once they're up there. Yeah, they kind of just sat up there. Honestly, that video is like 30 minutes of footage squished into like, like chopped up and, and moved around. That is uh, so there's funny. a there's one scene somewhere near the end where uh, you can see like one of the cats climbing up from the back. Um, and if you if you're really looking close, you can see my hand get in there because I'm like <laughs> lifting them up. It's uh, it, it's pretty tough. To for that now. <laughs> yeah. So the next time you watch it, when you see a cat like climb up from the back, I'm underneath boosting them up. That is so well, you could see in the one part like you could tell somebody like placed like the gray cat on the because you just see him like kind of like oop like they fell like oh. yeah yeah, I, yeah I, I chucked sophia onto the uh <laughs> onto the app oh well it was great because i wasn't expecting it because like the preview of the video and everything on youtube doesn't really have any of that so i was like oh, i'm just gonna watch it and check it out and then i watched it and it was just like it was like three to four minutes of just cats it was like this is amazing <laughs> How to make a music video in under a hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> With cats. Oh my god. Now your cats are also in your um your plugs for your kit too, for your ears, right? Oh yeah. Wow. That's that, a detail. Wow, that's a that is a that is a deep cut. I don't even know if I posted about that. It must have just did. been on my story. It was no, because you talked about it on your live that you guys did on Instagram. Oh, oh you're right, you're right. Um yeah, so we just got uh, our, like a creep. I'm not a stalker, I promise. <laughs> oh, I meant I hadn't posted it to, like to the Instagram feed yet, um, um, which is actually we're kind of contractually obligated to do that, and we haven't. So we done probably it. should. We should do that. Um, Make notes. Oh, my ears aren't here. They're in the trailer. <laughs> ears are. Oh, well, we can do it. Mine are right here. We'll do it on the shout out. Oh, uh, look at that. Um, yeah, so we we just got hooked up with um, our buddy at 64 Audio to get us like nice new in ear monitors. 
Um, and we just switched for the first time to having in-ear monitors on tour, which is brand new. I was the only person listening to like a metronome while we played. Um, and then we all listen to Dan. Yeah. Um, so now we have these nice fancy in-ears uh, and we got to customize them. So uh, John got the our little mask on one side and X on the other side because he's straight edge. Um, I got each one of my cats on both sides. Uh, what did you get? I just wanted a clean look. Mine's just gold sparkly. Boring. There's no logo or anything. <laughs> yeah, I went with uh, yeah my with my babies. It basically looks like uh, really bad clip art, uh, but I love it. Oh, <laughs> I mean, all that you really have to know is there. As long as you love it, that's all that matters. It is very on brand for me to have them like that. That works. I mean, I'm the same way with my cats, so I get it. Trust me. Um, so one of the things we like to do in our interviews is, of course, we've got questions and things that we get asked or other people ask us to tell you. There have been countless bands that we have interviewed that have been like, oh, tell the home team we love them. Tell them we said, hey. So like everybody, I could go through the entire list. We would be here for the entire interview of people that like we interviewed Bad Beginnings last night and they were like, you mean to tell us that we're pretty much opening for the home team because our interviews the day before theirs? They were like, are you serious? They were so excited about it. And I was like, look, it makes you feel better. I'll even release them on the same day and I'll still put yours in front of theirs. <laughs> and they were like, they're we don't literally make the rules. That's for fine. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but uh, coming to, there's a lot of questions that we get asked and one that we got asked in one of our lives has been a fun thing to ask all the artists we bring on here. So obviously we all kind of grew up in the same scene. Uh, did you guys have MySpace back in the day? Uh, yes, I I did have MySpace. Um, I did too. I just was a little young for the time period. Um, okay. I'm, I'm 31. So I had MySpace my entire high school experience. So from 2004 okay. to 2008. Um, Facebook kind of switched to Facebook by like 2009, 2010. Mm -hmm. um, but MySpace was a big part of my life in that time. Yep. So oh, you're you know, class of 08 too? Yep. Yeah, represent. <laughs> I'm 09. We're better. <laughs> mm -hmm. Fine. No. Um, but the one thing about MySpace was your MySpace profile song was the one thing that determined your personality. It didn't care what you had on there, who your top eight was. It was your profile song on your MySpace page. So if both of you had MySpace today, what would your profile song be that's not a home team song? No, I wouldn't ooh, pick ooh. a home team song anyway. No, why, <laughs> wait, why don't we, before we answer ourselves, why don't we guess what the other person's going to say? Okay, wait. so fun. Okay. I think yours would be, um, it would either be off the new Ari album or it would be Lucky Day. It is a Lucky Day song. Uh, is it like the, does he have like a strawberry? Uh, he, has a, he has a song that he sings about fruit. Like, mm, it's not that one. That was um, my guess. Okay. So I would probably pick. <laughs> oh. What I pick? I would probably pick Concentrate by Lucky Day. It's it's one of my favorite songs ever. I just saw him the other night and I was fangirling a lot. It was it was crazy. Okay. Uh, you um I am complicated. So was Amber Levine. <laughs> oh man, what if I was just dropping a hint right there? This no. is today, right? 
This is today. Like what you what you'd have on it today? Today. <sighs> what do we eat today, G? That's a good question. I think we like that one a lot. I'm trying to think. What have I? What have I been actively? I don't even know the answer to this question. I yeah. I knew you. I knew where I was going with yours right away. Yeah. Uh, what have I been listening to a lot lately? Uh, hardest question. Yeah. You think it's your dad? I think I think it would either be that or Jet. By, yeah. Um, They're both by Polkadot Stingray, one of our other favorite okay. bands. Nice. Uh, if you have not checked out, um, you should. You should. Uh, if you are in a band listening to this. Don't listen to them because that's our secret sauce for inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just kind of bleep that out a little bit, you know. But don't our inspiration don't is... take that. Yeah, our inspiration is just dead air. It's fine. Um, so another question that we like to ask Wait, you. What would be yours? Oh, no, well, nobody's asked us what ours would be. Yeah. Now you got to put us on the spot. Um... Oh, that's not fair. Well, that's not fair because it would be. Well, I was going to say, I've been listening to you guys profusely. So, like, that's not. Oh, fuck. Okay, you can say it. You can say it. It would have to be right through me, would be mine. The oh, baby part in the beginning gets me every time. Like, that's like my favorite part of that entire song. She literally blasts that part and then. And then like, like turns it down a little bit. Any story so- about that. So uh, before we went on the the like release tour for that in October, um we hadn't I, played any slow bloom we live. Wrote and recorded the album, hadn't played a single song yet. Except for um, scary movies. Yeah. Scary that was an older one. Also um, I had like been envisioning how some of these songs are gonna go live. And I told Brian one day, I'm like. I don't think you're ever going to have to sing the line. Oh baby. I think the crowd's going to do it nope. for you every night. Yep. Mm. Brian did not agree with that. Uh, what was it? Two shows in that it uh, was just screamed at us. I was like, yeah, I think I need to just give them the mic. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Basically uh, don't need to sing that line great. on opening tours. We, I sing it like I on tours where we're the opener. I sing it unless I can tell that the crowd is going fucking off. Then like immediately, like if I already know, like Sacramento with Point North, we knew like that was going to be of course. A, a huge concentration of home team fans. Yeah, I could hear that shit over the song that I listened to in my ears. Yeah, and so <laughs> I started singing it and like it was hard to hear myself over them. And I was like, all right, you guys get this one. <laughs> it's like, fine, here, just take the mic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk away. Thanks, guys. It's been great. Um, yeah, I it's pretty sick. <laughs> I yeah. like that part. I was gonna say, right? It might either be right through me, or maybe someday's new single, "Under the Surface," that just oh, cool. dropped today, which oh, yeah. is so freaking good. Brittany, <laughs> now it's your turn. I'm gonna pass the torch to you. So it would literally be between watching all your friends get rich from you guys or the weather by Felicity. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good. I like that song gets stuck in my head too. Both of those songs get stuck in my head. (laughs) Yeah. So it would probably Um, be like I'd have to switch them like back and forth each day. Like they did have playlists towards the end of my space. You can put a a playlist on there. I see. I think I flipped to Facebook before that happened. I do remember that. My the song that I remember being on my 
MySpace profile was uh, Forever by As I Lay Dying. That was one of the first like metal, like metalcore songs that I heard. And I was just like, oh, this is my personality now. I like this. <laughs> I do remember what mine was back in the day, though. It was Miss Murder. Hell yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I think uh, mine was Got Money by T-Pain featuring Lil Wayne. No, Lil okay. Wayne featuring T-Pain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yep. That's Young great. You got money, which was not true. <laughs> no, I was in seventh grade. Oh, funny. I did not have money at the time. That's great. Oh my god. Oh god. Okay. Um, so then, we always like to to do icebreakers, but we usually do our icebreakers towards the middle of the interview, just because. Yeah. So you kind of missed that one. Yeah. Right. I, we do everything backwards. We don't want to be traditional. We like to keep you on your feet. You know. Yeah. It's not like every other podcast you've been on, hopefully. Um, but so far, it is not. See? Okay. All well, right. That, the way that you presented that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. See? Like, look, that's not fair. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but we always talk about how we were talking to the guys of Friend Circle based out of Jersey. Um, and talking to them, because, like, anytime that we do any of these interviews, we, like, internally panic and freak out because like we are fans of yours of any artist we bring on here so like mm-hmm. us being like yeah we can sit down and talk with you guys it's like you know if you're going to meet like good charlotte for the first time or blink 182 just walked in your front door so of course you're going to internally stream <laughs> so 0.5 percent as cool and successful and talented oh, okay maybe not blink 182 i've seen him live not that good <laughs> great band not known for being good live well I look we i I internally panicked when you guys were coming on the show and I internally panicked when most other people come on the show. So we were talking about with friend circle and they were like, they were like, well, your interview is going great. It's not as weird as like the previous one that we did. And I was like, they go, they asked us some of the weirdest questions. And I was like me being me. I was like, so what are those weird questions? Like, I'm curious. And so I we, don't ask them. And now she asked them. And I asked it because it's been the best question, but <laughs> if, you guys could be any sandwich. Which sandwich would you be and why? I have like three that pop into my head immediately. <laughs> Which sandwich would I be? See, everybody's like, you think I'm not ready for this question, but I've been waiting for this my entire life. <laughs> I am going to have to go with a vegan Reuben. Ooh. A vegan Reuben that's just fucking stacked and so much sauerkraut and so much... Vegan Thousand Island, I think that would just be so amazing. But why Reuben? Oh, I, that's one of my, that was one of my favorite sandwiches before I became vegan. Gotcha. What's that place in Pioneer Square? Oh, Tats, dude. Tats, oh delicatessen. God, yeah, damn it. <laughs> if I could have a vegan Tats sandwich, oh my God, bro. <laughs> Sauerkraut is the only vegetable they know there. <laughs> <laughs> Sauerkraut is good. Sauerkraut is good. Oh, what sandwich would I be? My oh, other yeah. one was going to be a vegan banh mi. Ooh, banh mi is good. Yeah. A what? Banh mi. Yeah. Um, you know the Vietnamese sandwiches that come with like pho? Oh, okay. Okay, that's what those things are called. It's about to start Googling. Okay, got it. <laughs> they look like little fluff balls of air with stuff in them. Uh, I would be a... I'd be a pita sandwich, like a pita wrap from oh, uh, from my favorite restaurant in Columbus, Ohio, called Brassica. 
that would be which i actually just learned brassica is the name of the family that like brussels sprouts oh, and, yeah. and uh broccoli and cauliflower mm-hmm. from they're all called brassicas i, the, I had no idea the reason i knew that it was because when i was in college i and i would do like veggie roasts mm. and one of the videos that we watched was like now here's where you split up your brassicas and like we were like <laughs> what, the, what does that mean and so we, we looked it up huh. and, yeah yeah okay so well I, would, I just learned something new from this interview yeah, yeah that's great so that, that is like our go-to spot it's it's like set up kind of like the way chipotle is set up but it's uh mediterranean and every single item they have is like 10 so out of 10 incredible yeah um, that sounds really good so i usually i usually go for a bowl with the pita on the side that's my, that's my normal move mm-hmm. i'd like to uh dictate how much of each topping goes on to my pita <laughs> myself mm-hmm. uh, but if i had to be a sandwich I'd be a sandwich from there. You are making me hungry. I am really hungry. <laughs> so speaking speaking of that, uh, one of somebody that we had come through, one of I think it was one of either one of our lives or commented on this TikTok that we had posted that you guys were coming on the show, wanted me to bring up and talk to you about, I think it was tacos in Chicago. Are you sure it wasn't tacos in Detroit? Maybe it was Detroit. She was, I, she was taking photos of you guys. I do know that she's Detroit. a photographer. Definitely Detroit. Okay. I know, she exactly, wanted me, I know exactly who it is. She wanted me to bring up the taco situation because you were very excited about vegan tacos and the rest of you devoured tacos. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they were so good. She brought us some and I ate them. Like, first of all, I got out of the van and I was starving and I was dealing with a bunch of traffic and backing the van into this weird alley and I was not having a good time. And she rolls up with these, with vegan chorizo tacos. I was like, you are an angel. And I, yeah, I hoged them and then went back for more. And then after hoged, hoged them. What does that mean? It just means eat eat really fast or like devour. Is that an actual word? Do you (laughs) inhale them is what you mean? Like you didn't even I believe you, you've never heard that word before. Um, I've never heard that word either. (laughs) Really? My, my mom used to say that all the time. Uh, um, and then, yeah, it, vegan chorizo, I went back for more. And then after the show, I went back for even more. They were bomb. They were so good. Yeah, there were a shit ton of tacos that night. Yeah, there were a lot. That was tight. That sounds yeah. like a party, a shit ton of tacos. She was like, when we had posted that you guys were coming on the show, she was like, she goes, oh my God, they're the sweetest guys ever. Ask them about tacos. So I was like, okay. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> We also more of a spell it. I don't know how to spell hoed. I was looking it up, but I don't know how to spell it. We believe that it's a word. We should get a random message on Instagram later, and he's gonna be like, "Look, I wasn't kidding." (laughs) Um, On the flip side of that, though, uh, so we do emo nights every single Wednesday, where we play the music of all the artists that like we enjoy, as well as ones that come on the show and everything. And we've been playing you guys consistently on our emo nights, and everybody loves it. Um, and we had, uh, one of our followers pop in there when we were playing you guys and we were talking about how you were coming on the show and she messaged me on Instagram after that live and we were talking about it and she was like, Hey, if she goes, if you can just let the, the guys of the home team know that like, they've just helped me through probably the toughest part of my life in the past three weeks with their music. Um, She was like, I just, I just got, she goes, I just got out of like an 11 year relationship and it's been really tough, but like their music and then your podcast and like everything all together has helped me get through so much. So please tell them how much I appreciate them. 
So we appreciate her. So thankful that our music can have that uh, positive impact in someone's life. It means a lot. Seriously. Oh yeah. So she wanted me to let you guys know that, and I figured that would be a good warm and fuzzy to give you guys because you guys. Thank you. You guys are are doing a lot of things for a lot of people out there, and I'm sure you've seen it. I mean, I don't think I need to sit here and tell you guys all about that because I know you guys see it and everything. But you guys, you really are. You're making a huge impact, not just in other people's lives, but in the music scene as well. Every single artist that we have talked to has talked nothing but incredible things about you guys um, and your talent. And I'm just very upset that I couldn't make it to your Greensboro show because I really wanted to, but it was four hours away. So I could actually uh, physically see and meet you guys. But that was a good one. That was a good show. Yeah. It was, yeah. that was our merch record. That actually, that, that night is our all time merch record, which is a, uh, yeah. That has not been beat yet. Greensboro uh, was our all-time merch record. And our merch girl had to fly home to uh to work a wrestling event. <laughs> yeah, so we got the dicks. So yeah, so <laughs> I I ran merch that night. It was a lot. It was a lot. Dang. We, we got her greatly. <laughs> yeah. I wanted I was trying so hard to do it, but then I was like, uh it's a four-hour drive and I didn't want to do it by myself. Was, That's really hard. I was yeah. being that anxious per I would have done it. But I'm like, yeah, anxiety wins this time. It's we are coming like back you... to North Carolina in the fall, I believe. Uh, the tour has not been announced, and I don't know when we'll be able to announce it. Uh, but in the fall, we'll be coming back. Okay. I live on the where? coast of North Carolina. Uh, yeah, I, I have no the... clue where it's going to be. Well, like I've said before, I live at the beach. So if you guys come through my way and need a place to crash... As long as you're okay with my three cats, you have a place you can crash here. And I will even cook dinner. I'm not as good oh. as half these places y'all are talking about. She won't about. cry in her pasta when she makes I, you dinner. I will though. not cry in she pasta. It's like she might. I would ask for a fourth cat. <laughs> yeah. Let's get more cats in there. Uh, hey, what's that the nearest major city to you? Uh, Raleigh's the closest or Myrtle Beach. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Myrtle Beach is an hour and a half south of Well, isn't Raleigh's where you are technically north. like a big city too like isn't wilmington like a big wilmington's a big film city and a craft beer city oh that's brian's yeah. shit that's where she, yeah. that's where she is in wilmington yeah wilmington's in the top top 10 of the united states of best craft beer i believe it and i live here so i am i have a shot wall i have a refrigerator full of beer it's Word. a problem <laughs> damn it's you're gonna problem. turn my uh my beer plug <laughs> i just had like a i had a share the other night with some friends where we just get together and collect a bunch of rare beer and then drink it together <laughs> look if you want a bunch of rare beer i will send you a package of rare beer or at All least right. wilmington beer All right. i will send it across the united states to washington for you you had a couple different like breweries there right that are we have a lot of breweries too. yeah and distilleries yeah so, a word liquors too but yeah, if you ever guys ever come through here, I will definitely take you on a beer tour and everything else through here. So well, you can take me on a beer tour, but everyone else in the band does not drink. I will be yeah, the only one. Just there. him. Okay. okay well, well you and food. I go on a so beer adventure. A, oh, a food yes. tour. Me and our sound guy, Jack. Okay. That's fine. But they also have food. They, we have restaurants. We also have a place that's got yeah. margaritas on tap that has the best tacos. So Word. food tour. That's what we fuck with. Yeah. All Wilmington is is food and alcohol. Oh, you eat and drink yeah. your way through oh. Wilmington. That's it. Other than that, you're not probably getting a whole lot. 
We're not. So you eat and drink your way through Wilmington. Yes. That's all you do is eat and drink your way through Wilmington. That's nice. Or you can see Brittany in Maryland and, and interact with Amish people. She's got a lot of those. Um, should be back in Baltimore too. <laughs> okay, but see, that's the thing. I don't want to go to Baltimore by myself. Baltimore's yeah. not the best to be by Because Friend Circle was there. Um, oh, and I found yes. out about it two days before their show or like the day. It was something crazy. And I was like, I'm not going to Baltimore by myself. There's no oh, way. Fun fact. Yeah, okay. This is yeah. the... I totally forgot about this. I totally remember. It's in the interview. I can't believe forgot about it. So Friend Circle was actually doing a weekender the same exact time that you guys were in Baltimore. They were also in Baltimore playing that same exact night. Oh. And they said that they were like, yeah, like we should have Baltimore and everything. And like, we're go- walking to our venue and there was like this huge line of people waiting. And they were like, then we realized they weren't for us. They were for this wildlife and the home team. So we were just <laughs> hoping people would show up to our show. I was like, oh no. They did have a good turnout though. They did have a good show. They did. They did they have did. a good show. <laughs> but it was just funny how that happened. And I was like, God, they were like literally in the same place at the same time. It's hysterical. Yeah. That is it is uh it, we have experienced that same thing many times in our career. And it is uh it's it takes some I'm not used to the line being for the show that we're playing. Like mm. the line isn't for us. But it's for the show we're at, which is crazy. I mean, but you also deserve the really long life as well. Thank you. Again, we've seen everything that you've done. We've seen your progress. We've seen all of that. Now, talking about this tour that you were just on with this wildlife and you were talking about these music videos. uh, Am I safe in asking if Scary Movies was one of them? Oh yeah, I don't see, I don't see who. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure y'all is. released that at one point, like a month and a half ago, that you would be filming something for Scary Movies. Oh yeah, I said that last. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're filming a music video for this. Um, you want to jump? Yeah, so we filmed a music video for Scary Movies. It's um, like a live music video. Yeah. Uh, so you haven't seen any of it yet. Uh, yeah. Mark's texted me the other day. Said we should be getting a cut soon. Sweet. Uh, but yeah, we Ooh. we brought our our videographer Mark out for uh for like a couple weeks so he could um film live stuff and then put together a live music video at these shows that were not packed because of us they were but packed they were packed in general they were packed in general because of the package as a and as a whole yep um so i think it's gonna look pretty sweet um the we filmed a second music video before that for a different song oh. that will come out that is done we we've seen it um that will come out right after we get back from the second level leg of point north and we'll have a whole like merch drop and uh i got a well actually this is this doesn't give away anything um there's some like slime in the video so the main character like eats some like green looking slime uh and i just got my my wife just got like some slime from a seattle-based slime influencer i guess no she runs a company so not an influencer um and it's like, you know, the little like silly putty type thing, but they make them all different colors and scents. Yeah. Uh, and so the power of the blue check mark on Instagram, I DM'd this account that has like 400,000 followers, like the slime account, and was like, hey, we've got some slime in a music video and I'd love to release like a, you know, do like a collab, you know, let me know if you're interested. And I didn't think they were going to respond, uh, but they responded. And so we have a call on uh, in a couple of days where we're going to talk about a, uh, a slime collab. 
that sounds like so that's awesome (laughs) that's dope have to get some for my kids uh, i think it's gonna be a i've never seen a band do it before uh they seem excited um i'm trying to like some home team slime (laughs) yeah uh i'm trying to have the conversation about like the coolest merch bands be grayscale and the home team yeah because everyone talks about how sick grayscale's merch is and we're trying i'm trying to like come up and like what's the other one hundredth hundredth was like basically a clothing line yeah it's not really a band (laughs) more more of a clothing line yeah they were like in in like the early 2010s they were like the hottest like merch band for sure yeah now i think grayscale kind of took that over and i'm trying to come for that for that spot respectfully (laughs) respectfully we're just trying to trying to meet there you know it's fine um it's also super interesting to because we've been doing this podcast for two months now we just had our two months like two days ago Um, and we've been i'm gonna tell you we've been shooting our shot with artists on like tiktok and instagram I didn't ever think that would ever work and it's been working. So it's one of those things. Anybody that's listening or in general, shoot your shots, ask the question because we did. And we've got three really exciting people coming on the show that we can't. Who else besides Brian and me? (laughs) I will tell you (laughs) off the record. Okay. (laughs) Off the record. Um, But yeah, it's just a matter of shooting, shooting your shot at the end of the day and that's where all that stuff happens so do it shoot your shot um the so what's something else like what can aside from the new music videos and everything that we were just talking about what's next for the home team and this tour like what's what's up next for you guys that you're allowed to tell us within reason we have a we have a tour in the fall uh that we've accepted um so i don't know when that is going to be officially confirmed and announced um but sometime in the fall we'll be doing another full u.s tour uh we're gonna this year is pretty much dedicated to touring and and working on slow bloom and getting that out to the masses and maybe doing even more on tiktok and stuff like that um yeah got a couple of new music videos that are in the works Mm -hmm. some merch drops that are gonna hit we will be doing a deluxe version of the album that will have more songs Yes, I can okay. cry in more pasta now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a uh, little little sneaky fact. I mean, well, I've been telling people this. So uh, there's a there on the vinyl uh, of Slow Bloom. There's two unreleased songs. Um, it's so those songs. Yeah. So if you want to hear uh, unreleased songs, early. Yeah, buy some vinyl. And it'll probably be like months earlier than we released the Alexa version. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh there's two songs that are not released that will be on the vinyl. So some people were it's hoping hints. that some people are going to hit play. And then uh, in between two songs that they know what, like what's how it's supposed to transition, they're going to hear something brand new. And then at the end of the album, they're going to hear another thing that's brand new. And they're going to be like, what the hell? Where are these songs? Um, but yeah. So oh, this, awesome. this, this tour that's in the fall can I'm going to ask it. You don't have to answer it, but are you guys headlining or are you opening? Or no, can we we're, not uh, no, we're, we're uh, one of the support bands. Um, okay. So we're going to be one of the, one of the openers. Okay. That yeah. If we were a headliner, we'd probably yes. be leaking stuff all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <'cause laughs> that stuff is like, we can talk about what we, we shouldn't talk about that too early, but we can talk about it. Nobody's going to get mad at us. Yeah. We would, right. we'd be the one getting mad at ourselves. Yeah. This is like somebody else's tour. We're like, we're not leaking anything. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, well, we'll just find a happy medium between us and go to one of their shows. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> we'll show up at one of them. We don't know where it's going to be. So I don't have Clearly, to go to Baltimore. Right. No, we probably you. should avoid Boston, though, because seemingly there's like two, there's two strikes with Boston right now. <laughs> between the we show getting canceling. Yes, but you had the car trouble right before it, the van trouble. So things can't possibly get any worse. I'm an idiot for saying that. <laughs> Knock on wood. But don't do that. That's too early. Gonna, don't do that. It's <laughs> gotta the next the next tour's gotta go totally smooth. <laughs> and that's is that an again, me asking questions of something that's not out yet. Isn't a US tour an entire US tour again? Yep. Yeah, it's going to hit the okay. whole U.S. Uh, yeah, it, as far as what we've been told, uh, we haven't gotten like fully, you know, basically the way the way it works is headlining band decides the opening bands that they're interested in. They yeah. come up with a rough routing. They send the offer to the other band's booking agents and they say, hey, here's the timeline. Here's what we're looking at. Uh, do you want to, you know, here's we want you this spot. This is your guarantee. Are you interested and so we are at that point where we have said, yes, that is cool. Let's do it. And then now we wait. Nice. All right. Um, we'll be anxiously awaiting the uh, announcement. Thanks. Apparently, yes. <laughs> we have a lot of places we're going this fall. So Yeah, man. Um, and speaking of the touring and everything else, you guys just connected with Arrows in California. Because you guys were supposed to connect in Nashville, right? And then they got on the Bearing Store. Yep. Yeah. Did, exactly you, did you interview Arrows? Arrows is coming on April 11th. So after the Barry store. Cool. Gotcha. Oh, I was going to say like, yeah, that, uh, That's exactly what happened. that timeline is exactly what happened. We've known them for a minute because we, in 2019, we did a full U S headliner. It was the first full U S headliner we ever did. And the only full U S headliner we ever did. Um, and they hit us up on Twitter. We didn't know who they were. And they basically said like, Hey, if you guys need, any help this was long before the headliner but they basically said like hey if you guys need any help with florida shows we got you and then we tweeted out and then i forgot about them and tweeted out hey does anyone have a hookup in like florida and they went and a bunch of their fans said hit up arrows in action um and we did and they booked us like three killer five. shows five no five shows i feel like it was five, it wasn't florida five. Shows. dude I, it was at least it was jacksonville orlando orlando st pete uh, no, we didn't play St. Pete. We played Gainesville. And St. Pete. Where was St. Uh... St. Pete was, I remember what the look of it. I, I know because I went to a bar or a brewery afterwards. Um, it was, <laughs> uh, St. Pete was like 30 minutes Gainesville. from Tampa. It's like 30 minutes from Tampa. Okay. Um, and I, th- I feel like there was one more. I don't think it was five. It was at least four. Well, while you're talking, I can look up the flyer and see who's right. So point being, uh, we've known them for a long time and we've kind of both grown together, which has been really, really nice. Um, it will happen that we will do a tour with them one day. It is, it, Sam it is going to freak out. It, it will be, <laughs> it could be a while because honestly, what the, the most likely scenario is that we're going to keep accepting sports slots and just keep doing those. Um, at one point in time in the future, that will happen. Ryan, I will lose my shit. She literally will. <laughs> I will lose my shit. I talk, we talk to them regularly because like we, they have been a bit of our, kind of our TikTok gurus. Um, oh, they've been killing it on TikTok. They're crushing it. And so we basically were like, hey, like, how do we do this? And and we had a call with Jesse um, 
and he walked us through it like what what some tips and tricks and then we returned the favor with talking about patreon like how they should get on patreon how they should do that you're right by the way it was four we played st pete Dude, I, I remember St. Pete really well because it was like, I thought that city was really cool. Yeah, so the St. Pete, Orlando, Jacksonville, and uh, Gainesville. Yep. And yeah, they just booked four shows for us. And so we told them like, well, you have a favor. Uh, whenever you make it around to our neck of the woods, uh, we will book, you know, your Pacific Northwest dates. They have not cashed in that favor. They will not have to cash in that favor because they have a booking agent now. Yep. Um, yeah. So they skipped, they skipped that part. We got a free favor that we don't owe a, a return in. <laughs> <laughs> except for friendship. Except for friendship. But it I is mean, uh it, it's been really cool because they they took a totally different approach to uh like the music industry than we did. Mm-hmm. Our approach was um tour, 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 tour. Yep, tour, grind, play as many shows as we can. Um now we've kind of both settled into the same thing. Like somewhere um, in the middle. Like we had more touring experience. Uh and now we're catching up on TikTok. They are like made on TikTok, and now they're like figuring out the touring side. Um, so it, yeah, it's a uh, just different ways to go about it. It just it also blows my mind though how all of all of you as artists right now are all connected in some way, shape, or form across like everywhere. Because like everyone that we talked to, are like, yeah, like we were talking to. Who was it? Patrick from Not My Weekend? Patrick Gilchrist? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was talking to him and he was like, yeah, I know the home team. And I'm like, well, obviously West Coast, I could see that. But then he's like, yeah, I'm also good friends with Arrow in Action. And I'm like, but they're across the country. Like, how is everybody so intertwined? But it's also really cool to see how supportive everybody is. Because like back in the MySpace day, it was cutthroat. Like, you didn't care where you were. MySpace, you were out for it. Brittany and I were in a band during the MySpace days and it was cutthroat. Bands so then, were not super nice to each other back then, which I don't yeah. know why. Like we all had the same thing in common, like music. Hello. Yeah, there's no, and there, there's very few instances where any con- sort of like actual competition happens in the music world. Yeah. Like yeah. literally, the only place is bands trying to compete for opening slots on tours. And yeah. now that we are have been offered some, uh, we found out there really isn't much competition. The headlining band just picks who they want, and yeah. then and then that's, and that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a battle of the bands anymore for like that spot. Right. Yeah. It's not about it's not about how big you are. It's not about how much of a following you have. It's not about how much you've grinded. It's just does the headliner like you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. yeah, but it's just it's really cool to watch how again how like supportive and everything that everybody is. Like Mag Park, they're also killing the game right now. Magnolia Park, and they're like. Yeah collaborating with all these different artists from everywhere and everybody knows everyone and it's just being somebody again who came from the scene where that was never the thing seeing it now it's it's so wholesome and it it makes me so much happier for where the music scene's going because this whole scene is in its comeback era this is the comeback area for it right now tiktok has done uh has done wonders for that because like three years ago when we were touring most of the people like that would come up to the merch table, we'd always ask them where they heard about us. Um, and it was 90% Spotify playlists. Now it is 99% TikTok. I don't know about that. Dude, I lots of people, but many, I don't know about like it, how many days did you do merch? I'm telling you, it is ex- <laughs> like a lot of TikTok. I heard I heard five people say Spotify playlists over the last tour. 
Yeah, it certainly isn't Spotify playlist. No, it is. We're not on a lot of. Them. I'm saying of the of the people that I ask where they heard about us. Yeah, it's almost like the new people. It's all TikTok. TikTok. It used to be people would tell us it was pop punk's not dead, mm-hmm. or you know, punk unplugged. Now it's I I found you on TikTok three days ago and I bought tickets, which is crazy. <laughs> to me. So crazy. TikTok's killing the game right now, mm-hmm. and it's doing wonders for you guys as artists too. Because personally, correct me if I'm wrong. I also feel like it's given a better outlet for all the independent artists and things like that to take their scene back, to take their music back. Because you can be completely independent and then go on TikTok and create your own following and everything just in social media. Now, one thing that does suck is if you don't hit that algorithm, right? Because like we've been trying to, we've had like three videos hit the algorithm and all of them have been of my cat and nothing of pure relevance of anything else that we do. So it's like- yeah. That's one of the things that we we tried we tried to do gimmicky stuff in the in the beginning, but we realized that anybody who follows us from that is not following us because of our band. And Correct. So, yeah. So we'd rather do have videos that are performing a little bit, you know, a little bit worse, but be specifically about our music. Um, and actually, things have just been going great. So, yeah. so. I've I don't know. It's just been working for us. We post videos of us playing live with our music over the top of it uh catchy line saying hey would you watch this live and then respond to comments that's basically the formula for any bands listening that's all we do yeah that and tiktok lives tick like those those do some wonders too that we've noticed at least for us mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's crazy y'all are killing it like, I can't tell you enough how crazy it is to see where you guys were in an interview that you guys did right before Right Through Me came out and to where you guys are now, like the growth and just everything you guys have accomplished is you can see it. You can see it in your fan base. You can see it in what you guys are doing, everything that's coming out from you guys. Like you are literally killing it. And oh yeah, thank you. I am so glad that you popped up on our For You page on TikTok. Um because again, we wouldn't have known that you guys existed unless it was for that. And I'm really glad the question popped up is of what's worse when you guys posted <laughs> that, that was that's the TikTok. Of, I posted of what's that from my bed. You did what? I posted that from my bed. <laughs> I woke up one morning and was like, I should probably post something. I already recorded it, but yeah, anyway. That's well, that's, that's how we got introduced and then that started the rabbit hole of where we're at and now i have a home team lanyard for work it's on my car keys i've got a home team shirt we just bought the oh no one thank you i'm i'm not i'm pretty sure that my entire unwrapped at the end of the year is going to be a lot of the home team as well so if you I see your numbers see, yeah i can't this, wait to see ours yeah. because it was like pretty massive growth last year and um, this year is going to be way bigger. Yeah, th- this year we finally had right through me past She's Quiet, which is a big thing for us because She's Quiet was on a couple playlists for a really long time. And so that became like the song that you know, casual fans listen to, like people that would never come see us at a show. Hold on. It passed it in popularity, not in streams. Oh, not in streams. <laughs> yeah. And okay. it was like more streams in the last month than She's Quiet had. Um yeah, it's never. I. It'll take a while before it passes uh, the actual what, song of dreams. Hopefully, it does eventually. But yeah. Well, if if it tells you at the end of 
at the end of, I don't know how Spotify works. I'm telling you, I know you guys can see playlists that your songs are on, but if it tells you at the end of the year, who's listening to you guys, like your top, whatever, if you see our name on there, you don't see our name on there, but we're admitting that our name is on there. So just for the record, <laughs> Uh, but uh again uh guys we want to thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us on our show again we know that you guys are busy you've got a lot of things going on in tours you've got this one little break in between these two massive tours that you guys are on um and we're just thankful that you gave us at least an hour or so of your time to talk all of these things um you guys are incredible please keep killing it if you guys come our way we will try our damnedest to get out to a show because I really want to. I know Brittany wants to. Alicia does. Autumn does. And she's a little too terrified too. Because she is freaking out about it. She won't even approach Airs in Action. And she's going to their show. She's afraid to go up to them and talk to them. Oh, they're so nice. They're incredibly nice. I know. So, it, like, yeah. I have an Airs in Action tattoo that has Vic's handwriting in it. So, like. Whoa, so cool. sick. Yeah. So, and then I shot my shot with that. I just messaged them. And I was like, hey, can you give me this? And Vic's like, yeah here you go. And then I don't think they thought that I was actually going to do it. And I did it. So, um, but yeah, thank you guys for coming to hang out with us. We really appreciate you guys. Um, those of you that are listening, we have Brian and Daniel on here from the home team. Um, you guys have been asking for him. You've been blowing us up. It happened. We did it. I don't need to be threatened anymore. They are here. We made it happen. (laughs) Uh, please go follow them on social media. You can find them at the home team or the home team underscore, depending on where you're at. Um, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. Please make sure you go and see them wherever they're at. Any artist that's on here listening and needs anything as far as a music video is concerned or artistry work or anything else, please, please contact Ryan. If you don't. Up. If you don't, you are missing out, and it's probably going to be the worst decision if you don't, because he is absolutely hit me up while I'm cheap. So, <laughs> so do it. You He's can... trying to get money, <laughs> like the T Pain song. Yeah, uh, exactly. Oh yeah, the man so, is tired of watching all his friends get rich. That's right. <laughs> Brittany said that she was like, she goes, "Can I ask that question? Like, are they tired Should of I... watching all their friends get rich?" I was like, should I introduce yes. them as the guys that are tired of watching all their friends get rich? <laughs> um, but either way, please go find them. Check them out. Uh, if you go and find them, follow them, listen to everything. Please let them know that the Elder Emo Hour sent you. Gentlemen, again, we appreciate you guys for coming to hang out with us. Thank you again. Uh, but this is the Elder Emo Hours, and this was the home team.